2: Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: What's up with it? It's Roper Rich, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Hey,
0: permanently scarred if you can't tell, girl, I've been hurt inside. I will find a way to keep getting paid and see my... All right, y'all, we
3: have the Roper Rich off the porch with us today. Now, so you, I really like that. Let me see that ring, that no, the one? one with your brand on it.
1: Right here? Yeah,
3: yeah. that is clean. R, you can R hold R. that up in the camera, like, He did.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, you are like, you're actually a prominent like, street streetwear designer in this music stuff
1: right now. For sure. no, so, that's a that's talk cool. to us
3: about what that means to you.
1: Being like what that mean to me, that just mean like, you feel me, like my vision come to life, like, you know what I'm saying? Everything I like vision when I was younger, all my like hard work is not like, coming to you know what I'm saying fruition. Like I fuck with that like that that's how I feel to me.
3: Now before we get into how you got your career started, I do wanna take it back to your chicago roots so talk to us about growing up in chicago
1: so well yeah like growing up in chicago you know what i'm saying everything was lit like back then it was fun and shit like motherfuckers that's when like the kickback like era. everybody was having kickbacks like it was cool it was fun so growing up in that era was lit everybody had some shit going on like 2012 everybody was like rapping for real so a couple of my homies was rapping and shit like that Like, chance to rap and shit like that. So, you know what I'm saying? As they blowing up, everybody like shit. Everybody not rapping. So, you know, you just trying to find a little shit to do to, you know what I'm saying? Stay in the mix. So me, like, I really, like, when I'm forced to do the clothes shit, cause it's just like, I always having like, you know what I'm saying, swag and shit like that. So Mm -hmm. people just like, you should just do your own shit. I was like low key reluctant for a little while. Like I was just doing, you know what I'm saying? Doing my own shit, wearing my own shit. Then I started seeing like people like them like, what, what's that? Start asking and shit like that. Like, you know, the demand started coming up. Right. So I'm like, I might as well, like, do this shit for real. So I, um, I just started printing my, my logo on, like, T's and just letting, you know what I'm saying, me and the guys start winning and shit. Then, you know what I'm saying, it just started spreading. Like, people, more people started wanting, like, different, like, high schools, like, you know what I'm saying, people like that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this what it is. Like, this what I'm finna do.
3: Now, back then, you were actually, well, you actually got to witness the whole, like, drill scene. So talk to us about, like, really growing up and witnessing that.
1: All right, so, like, 2012, like, 2011, 2012, that's when, like, you know what I'm saying, like, Chief keeps, like, dirt, you know what I'm saying, all of them started getting lit. So it's just, like, witnessing that. Like, you not in it, but it's like you around and you seeing what's right, going yeah. on. So it's just, like, it's lit, like, it's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying. Like everybody around you, involving, they trying to, people that you ain't, you know what I'm saying, new, people that you know that's not in it, they trying to jump in it just because the music is like influencing. So it's like, that brought a lot of influence to everything and what everybody was doing. So yeah.
3: Now fashion wise, was there like a certain type of clothing that you would notice that the drill rappers would wear in Chicago?
1: I mean, it was like, like trues, like, feel me, ones, like Tim's, hoodies, shit like that, like regular shit, but like really, you could just go back to an all that, like dirt Island was wearing back then, and mm-hmm. that's what it was, you know what I'm saying? They, I feel like they was like the face of the drill shit, so it's like whatever they was winning, that's what motherfuckers would be winning, But as far as like, like outside, even the drill era though, it was, it's a store in Chicago, it's like a boutique called Leaders, and that's why I kind of like, like I start shopping there young, so it's just like I been into fashion, like young started like shopping there and shit. Just going even when I ain't had no money to like buy shit, I just going to begin there looking at shit. That shit always, you know what I'm saying, caught my eye. So even like you know what I'm saying, Chief Key Dirk Allen was wearing leaders if you go back. So that's how you, can, you know what I'm saying, put the picture to you know what I'm saying, the face.
3: So before you jumped into fashion, what were you doing?
1: Um. Shit, I was being a regular one for a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I was being a regular teenager, like, you know what I'm saying? Having fun, like, you feel me? With girls, doing shit like that. But I've always been into, like, fashion, or, like, just even dressing, even before I had my brand. Like, I'll be waiting on them, you feel me? The, the, the joy release, all that shit like that. So I, I just be wanting to get fly, being around some girls, have fun, females. <laughs>
3: How did you know that you really had an eye for dressing and an eye for the way things go together, as far as fashion?
1: Cause, like, I, you feel me? Like, I just know that shit, like, I ain't trying to sound whatever, but, like, you just knowing some shit go. And then when you wear it, like, you wear it, and then you get the reaction. You know, like, you go, you young, you go around your little family, your little auntie's like, ooh, like, you look like, you know what I'm saying? So your cousins and shit be complimenting you and shit like that. So that's how you really know, like, you be putting that shit on. And then, like, time of high school, like, shit like that. Like, you just go out, people always, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's how you know for real. Like, just compliments and shit, like, people reactions and shit like that. But you ain't doing it for their reactions, but it's like, you doing it because you like it, but that just come with it. That's extra. So you like, all right, bet. Like, I know what I'm doing.
3: Now you mentioned Chance the Rapper earlier, and I know he was one of the first to start like rocking your brand. So talk to us about that story.
1: Um, yeah, so like I grew up like on the south side, like I had a park or whatever. I got like a lot of mutual friends and shit like that. So like we we used to be like kickbacks, little shit like that, you feel me? Fucking around downtown and shit like that. Like I did, I did his first, like if you go back, I did his first um, mixtape merch, like, like, 10 days or some shit like that, uh-huh. like, I did that, so, like, we been, you know, like, we been clicking, like, we been, you know what I'm saying, fucking with each other and shit like that, so I did that, and that was just some cool shit, like, you feel me, like, collabs, like, before collabs was collabs, like, we did that shit back then, <laughs> what and, like, year was like, tw- it? it's, like, 2012 or some shit like that, oh, like, 20, like, 2011, 2012, some shit like that, so, yeah, we been fucking with each other,
3: yeah, what would you say inspired you to pursue a career in fashion?
1: Um, just really like I like clothes. I like shopping. You feel me? I like shopping. So I'd be in the store. Like I had some shoes, then that should irritate me not finding nothing to go with it. <laughs> so I, I was just like, shit. I just make my shit to go with it. You feel what I'm saying? Like shit. This would be. Or I'd be in the store. I I, I look at some. I'd be like, damn, this shit would be raw if it had this on it or, you feel me? So it's just like, nah, you just need to make your own shit. Like, you feel right. me? That's how, I, that's what I thought my here. Like, shit, you just need to make your own shit.
3: So I do know that your first hustle in the fashion industry was selling hats wholesale. So uh, talk yeah. to us about that.
1: Yeah, oh uh, yeah. That's like, that's like, damn. Like that era, that snapback era, everybody was like, you feel me on that snapback shit. So shit, really? I had, I used to, I used to, me and my homie, like back then, we used to, uh, this one Craigslist, like was first, like <laughs> like before one fucking knew what it was. we yeah. was like taking shit, like selling it on Craigslist and shit like that. We young as hell, like 12 years old, 13, meeting up with grown motherfuckers selling shit on <laughs> Craigslist. So boom, so I, we was hustling like that. So I like had some, a little type of money, but I like this, like I'm 13. Eighth grade, I probably got, like, 600 50, like $700 to my name. But that's back then. That's, you feel me? I feel like I'm super up. So I always had my mindset, like, damn, I'm trying to flip this shit. Like, I'm trying to flip. And then that's the way everybody was, like, you know, snapbacks and shit. So I literally just, shit, like, sourced that shit, like, found out where they was selling wholesale snapbacks. I'm doing all this shit. Younger sale. Now this shit, man, I'm boring. But back then, I was just doing it because I'm like, I got to make it happen. Right. You so i hooked up with a little connect that was selling snapbacks for wholesale then i was selling them like for that price retail like you feel me at school and shit like that like me no motherfuckers doing that so hell yeah
3: what's the most that you made back then selling snapbacks? probably like three
1: thousand like twenty five hundred at one time like at one time damn
3: did your mom ever be like where where is you getting this money from
1: <laughs> no at first yeah but then like you feel me she was saying because i Nah, cause I'm, like, meeting up with people, they, you feel me, they know what's going on. Like, I'm selling to my, my family, they support me and shit, so mm-hmm. they buying them, you feel me, so she see it, so she, you feel me, you more, know, like, proud of anything.
3: Now, what would you say really made you go all in with fashion?
1: Uh, when not just that, like. When something happens to
0: your kitchen, you might say.
1: This is ludicrous.
0: But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us.
2: Thanks, Mr. Chris.
0: No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. I see that I could sell this. I could buy this at this. Like... You feel me? Put something extra on it and then sell it and come with a profit like that. That's what just made me like, all right. And it's like people reactions like that should be really motivate me. Right. You feel me like damn y'all fuck with this shit for real. So like when I see that, I just feel like I could do anything.
3: Now we have to go into Rich So how exactly did
2: that come about?
1: So I so Rich it mean wealth in Italian.
2: check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more like a good neighbor state farm is there
1: like back then probably like don't you know like them little high school trips so i went to italy or whatever like that i just remember i was in rome i was in rome like 15. i was just remember being out there like seeing like damn this shit different like even the bums, like, fresh as hell, like, <laughs> like, this shit, this, this shit. Raw, Then you seeing, like, Louie on every corner, shit like that. So that shit inspired me for real, for real, though. Because I'm like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but whatever I do, like, fashion-wise, it's going to be inspired by, like, Italy. Because that shit, I, I remember that shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's how that came about.
3: What would you say your grind looked like starting out?
1: Um shit, my grind started, like, it's basically like, you know what I'm saying, like I said, I started off with one hoodie, for real, like, on some real shit, like, one hoodie, one pair of sweatpants, this, like, back then, 2011, like, I was just re-rocking that shit, like, I throw the hoodie on with some jeans, then I thought the... I I do the hoodie with the sweatpants first, and I do the hoodie with the jeans and sweatpants with different shirts. So it's just like, just wearing that, you feel what I'm saying? Like just keep wearing that to little places and shit, people just like recognizing it. Cause I, you feel me? I I wasn't knocking on nobody, like I Mm -hmm. was, you feel me, like lit or whatever, like in high school and shit like that. So like, that shit just spread and then motherfuckers just keep seeing it. So like when I got some money to do some more shit, I just print it up, you feel me? Probably three or five. Feel me? like the guys win, like shit like that. So that shit really was just like a grind. Like it wasn't just no, all right, you got 10,000, now. Do it like that. Like hell no. I was shit starting, like with one hoodie type shit.
3: So do you witness a lot of people come into the streetwear world and think it's really easy to just like print off shirts, sell them, and think that they're just going to make money right away?
1: And hell yeah. <laughs> like everybody like. I feel like everybody feel like they can do that shit, but it's like, that's that's like, that's like kind of cool though. Cause it's like, if I make that shit look that easy, like that's low key good. Like I fuck with that shit. So yeah, Like a lot of people be thinking that shit easy, but it's like, like I was saying, I started this shit like 2011, 2012, like 2022 now. So that's a solid ass 10 years, you know what I'm saying? People don't see that though. They just see like, feel me? all this shit. Like,
3: what really kept you motivated to keep going? Like you said, it, I remember when we talked, you said it took you like 10 years to like build it completely off the ground. So I really just want to know what really kept you motivated to stay consistent.
1: Um, I, to, to be honest, like, it really like, don't you know when people be like, damn, I thought about quitting and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it really wasn't no times where it was like, I feel like I ain't had nobody supporting me. As far as like you feel me, people rocking with me, rocking with the brand, fucking with this shit like that, so it, it was like it wasn't hard to not to keep going. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was just like all right, it was they was always anticipating the next step, so that's what like kept motivate like motivate me. So I'm like all right, like I'm I'm not finna stop now. I got these people like anticipating my next move and shit like that, like waiting on me. So that shit made it like easy. It that kept me motivated.
3: Now, what would you say is some advice that you would give to, like, up-and-coming designers who are having a hard time getting their name built up in the
1: industry? Um, my advice was, shit, like, work on perfecting your craft. Like, don't, don't be making shit, like, don't make shit to where people – it might sound crazy. I'm trying to see how to put this. <laughs> like, don't just make shit to, for somebody else just to solely like it. Like, you got to like that shit first, like. You right. feel me? Because yeah. when you like it first, you know everything that come with it and you can always create that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like perfect your craft and always like stay true to your shit. You know what I'm saying? Now when you get like big and shit, like when, you know what I'm saying, when you busting, that's when you could like, you feel me, do that shit for like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Consumers or whatever like that. But starting off, just stay true to yourself and like you rock that shit yourself first. Like you like it. You got to like it enough to like really wear your shit. You know what, right. what I'm saying? So. When you like it, enough to wear you going you feel me, over it. And it's gonna be natural, it's gonna be genuine, and people gonna fuck with that. So you gotta always stay true to yourself, and you know what I'm saying, do, it, do that like that.
3: And what would you say is like a really big risk that you've had to take with Rich Hazard?
1: Um, uh, really? Shit. Investing in that shit, for real, for real.
3: Well, how much, like, how much would you say you invested in your brand?
1: Well, for me, I feel like everything an in investment, like,
3: <laughs> yeah. like,
1: every, like, I try to do it like that though. I try to like, if I'm spending anything on anything, I try to look at that shit as an investment. Like, all right, I'm finna take this PJ, but shit, I'm wearing Richezza while I'm taking this PJ. So that shit really an investment. So I look at shit like that. So shit, I done invested a lot damn. Now,
3: Basically, what is the best way to market yourself as a streetwear designer?
1: Um, It ain't just no one way, it depend on who you is. So it's like, if I, if I'm a skateboarder, you feel me, then I'ma be wearing my clothes, doing little tricks on skateboards, you know what I'm saying? If I, I'm a painter or something, I'ma be, you feel me, be painting shit with my clothes on. So it's like, it depends on who you is. That's why I say you gotta find your niche and perfect your craft. Cause then yeah, after that, it's like shit, you up. You, gonna, you know what I'm saying?
3: Now in this new era, I know we talked earlier about how Virgil was really like the staple of combining like the streetwear with luxury brands. So I would like to ask your opinion, like what do you feel about the current state of streetwear and how it is compared to the luxury brands now? Uh,
1: I feel like, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like it's getting closer to that. Like like, that's down there becoming a the norm. Like, your shit ain't like this. Your shit ain't it. Like, your shit just look regular. So I feel like, like, you feel me? Streetwear, that shit going up. Like, people's shit is starting to look, like, better and better. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's that's good.
3: Do you feel like black designers kind of have a hard time crossing over into the luxury brands? Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, no. Because, like, yeah, they have a hard time crossing over. But mm-hmm. no, because share like really like this industry is us like we create this shit like we the culture you know what i'm saying and like we be supporting each other though like a lot i be seeing a lot of people like black people don't be supporting other black it's like nah we do though because i I always see other you feel me like black people fuck with my shit so hell yeah like i feel like it's cool
3: now i do want to ask you when it comes to your brand how are you able to create the designs for it or what was the inspiration
1: behind your designs um it's different inspirations behind different designs but like at first I started off like just having ideas and shit because I ain't go to school for like f- like photoshop none of that wow so, at first I just used to like pay somebody to do it mm-hmm. like tell them I des- like tell them my ideas like how I want it but you know how that shit go. Like you on other people's time, <laughs> they don't Get yeah. it right, then they send it. Then you like no. Nah. Then shit like that. So I'm like, alright. So I had got. Ga- I'm like, fuck it. I I bought a a, a MacBook. I'm like, Man, I'm finna teach myself this shit. This shit can't be that hard. So it's like, like for like two uh, summer, I just in the crib, just learning that shit, like YouTube, like trying to do that shit for real, for real. And I ain't mastered that shit, but I, I, I'm getting done what I need to get done on that shit. So yeah, that's how, that's how I came, like how I started doing that shit.
3: Wow, so I know- I was, I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I was
1: just saying like doing it myself.
3: Now, outside of Chance the Rapper being one of the first to wear your brands, you've also had like Polo G, Gunna, Young Thug. So talk about how you were able to build that dynamic with him. All
1: right, so yeah, like Polo, he been, you feel me, like I had reached out to him, you feel me, like, like when he was like first, you know what I'm saying? and his shit out there and shit i'm just like shit i fuck with your music and shit like, i feel like you feel me that shit gonna you put this shit on like that shit will go hand in hand and like shit we just you know what i'm saying back and forth developed a little like shit like that like on some clothes type shit so he he i just say he was rocking with me
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He
1: heavy and shit, so I just kept, you know what I'm saying, fucking with him. Like, who fuck with me? You feel me? Um, the, uh... Shout out Jaques, he be fucking with that shit too. But so when I, I came out here and shit, probably like 2013, because I went to Clark and shit. So I came out here on um, the first day, like orientation. It's um, a minute I got my shit on. Of course, I got my shit on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, orientation, yeah. I got my shit on, whatever. So um, this dude came up to me, like, damn, like, Chance the Rapper be winning that shit. I'm like, yeah.
3: Damn, so he was really, like, a staple for your shit. Like, he was really wearing it.
1: Yeah, like, you know, that's when he, that's when he, like, 2012. Like, that's when he, like, really, you feel me, like, blew up on some that mm-hmm. shit. So, um, he, like, so a dude, like, he came, like, damn. Like, I seen Chance Rapper wearing that shit. Like, and then this other nigga that he was with, shout out to my homie, Jaco, Recipe's Jaco. He, he, like, he, like, yeah, he, like, this nigga make that in Chicago. My cousin be wearing that shit too. So I'm like, man, I make this, this my <laughs> shit. Like, I make this shit. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Then my homie Jaco, he like, he like, you know my cousin. He like, you know my cousin. He start sending. I'm like, yeah, like that's my homie, bro. Like, so we instantly linked. Like that's that's mm-hmm. Jayco, my homie. He 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 uh passed and and broke. But you know what I'm saying? That's Jaquice's cousin. So just the first day I even get on the campus, so. You feel me? He like, man, my, my cousin Jacques, like he singing shit, like, you feel me? He he aware that shit, like boom. So like then in like the next week, you feel me, he called Jacqueline, like, man, fuck with this shit, whatever, whatever. Jacquese came, you feel me? He put that shit on, took a picture. So it's just like organic, really, like all this shit happened in organic. Mm-hmm. So that's how I linked with Jacques and then like fast forward, probably like two years later, like 2017, um, my homie, he um he he was like a photographer. He a photographer. Vito, so shit. Um, I was just dropping. You feel me? And that's, what, that's why you gotta stay consistent, cause I'm just dropping shit on Instagram. Like you feel me? Staying mm-hmm. consistent. He had hit me. This like I think complex kind of some shit like that. Well, as a matter of fact, I got hit him. Then he like shit. Yeah, we gonna be out. There. He a photo- He was a photographer for Thug. Mm-hmm. So he like yeah, we gonna be out there, whatever. So I ain't get. I ain't I ain't like link up with him and shit like that. For the con, I ain't even go to complex con shit. So, fast forward like two or three months later, I had posted a jacket or some shit on Instagram. Then he hit me. He like shit. Um, he hit me like shit. Hit me whenever you got some shit on hand because you feel me. You feel me, thug. I'm trying to wear that shit. I call him like, shit, I got some shit right now. So he like shit. Pull up. He like he like shit. Bring some shit for Gunner too. Now this early. This before. Oh, you feel me? This 2017. Uh huh. So he like shit, bring some shit with Gunner too. So I'm like, I bet I'm I'm finna pull up. So I pulled up probably like 30 minutes after. Shit, I came in with some shit. Um, Gunner, you feel me? He, I, I had met Gunner before, I met Thug and shit. Thug was in the studio recording. I think Gunner was pulling up when I was pulling up. Mm-hmm. So you feel me? We 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 chopped it up. He like, yeah, I fuck with your shit. So boom, I gave him like a little package and shit like that. And then I um I gave Thug some shit. I went in the room. I guess he was telling me like I'm showing him shit like, yeah, this shit hard. And I, I had went back in the little, little little room or whatever. And then um V Vito had hit me like, nah, no, like, he want this shit. It was some other shit that I bet had, so mm-hmm. that mean like they was like looking through that shit. So he like, he want this shit. I'm like, I bet. I'm like, shit, I gotta make that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't gonna lie, I went back, I went back to the crib, like, you feel me, you got an opportunity knock, you got it, you feel me, jump on that shit, so I went back to the crib, like, I made that shit, I came back, like, an hour or two later, this, like, three, four in the morning, Mm -hmm. I came, like, an hour or two later, I dropped that shit off, you feel me, went back to the crib, the next morning, like, 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 12 or 11 in the morning, I seen Thug on Instagram posting that shit, <laughs> so everybody, you know, everybody hit me and shit, like, yeah. that shit cold, but hell yeah, like, shit like that, and then, you know, like, we just kept locking in, then, like, I think the day after that, like, him and Gunner, like, in the studio together with the same shit on, so it's like, you feel me, they was fucking with me since day one and shit, I fucked with and just kept building, and then, at the like, end of that year, I wound up doing I wound up going on tour with Gunna and Travis Scott for um for um Astro World and I Good. did Gunna merch. I did Gunna merch for Astro World. So hell yeah, just you know what I'm saying? You got all this, all this shit like genuine, like organic, so you just gotta stay consistent and keep building that shit up.
3: And now you know we're gonna ask, you got some crazy tour stories?
1: Man, nah, it was, you know how that shit go, like, there's it, some crazy stories, like, there's some crazy, It's too many, for real, for real, but that was an experience, though, like, I fuck with, I fuck with him for, you know what I'm saying, give me that opportunity, though, for mm-hmm. real, for real, because I learned a lot, though, not even just on some cool shit, like, like, shit, like, even just watching who buying them merch, like, me, I'm, I'm, like, I be observing shit, so I'm, like, I'm watching who buying what, what color, what, his hoodie, like, I'm just, you feel me, just paying attention to that shit. So, you feel me, Travis Scott shit was going crazy. Like, I think he was making like, like, not on no pocket shit, but just like 500k, you was selling like 500,000 a night, each city on like tour merch. Wow. Like, I'm looking at this shit like, damn. and Did you sell merch for the tour? Like, I was, so this had like the big ass tours, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, like big tours like that they have people in each stadium that do it. Like, mm-hmm. they, like whatever stadium it is, they got their own people that do it. So like, really my my responsibility was to uh, make sure they know how much I'm bringing in and make sure the numbers add up to what's coming out after right. each show. So that's how I, you feel me, was seeing that shit. Like, damn, like, he sold out, like that shit, crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? I was just basically in charge of the merch and shit like that. Like making sure the shit get back, you know what I'm saying? The numbers add up, shit like that.
3: Now, as a streetwear designer, do you have to deal with politics?
1: Like, well, me? I don't got to deal with nothing. <laughs> like, <I'm Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't got to deal with that, but it's, I guess, like, it's cool to deal with that shit with, like, um, politics as far as what, though, like...
3: I'm saying like you know like just, how the music world, they got uh, certain yeah. type of politics, but yeah. like, you know, we don't really know we don't really get an insight as much in the streetwear world. So like what would you say are like the different type of politics that a streetwear designer would have to face?
1: Um, like just being up under somebody or trying to like build this relationship, relationship with this person just so they can wear your shit, like, um. I'm not, like, this Should be organic, like, right. like, I remember, like, I think you said said this earlier, like, well, God, like, whatever it meant is gonna happen, you know what I'm saying, so, that's how I just go about shit, like, I don't go out my way to try to build this relationship just for this purpose, like, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you, and I fuck with who fuck with me, like, I don't care if you A-list celebrity or, D-list celebrity like if you fuck with my shit, I'm gonna show you love in some type of way, you know what I'm saying? So that's how I avoid like dealing with politics and shit like that.
3: Now, what would you say would be like the pros and cons of being a streetwear designer?
1: Um, The pros is like, you feel me, like the revenue, the profit of this shit and like just having like a real support system to know like you got people behind you that believe in your vision and like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Fuck with your vision. The cons would be not having that, like not having <laughs> nobody that fuck with your vision. Right. Not having motherfucker that believe in you and like, you feel me? That shit just failing. Like that's that's what I feel like what the cons would be, but yeah.
3: Now, when we talked earlier, you said that you took a little hiatus from designing. So talk to us about that and why you ended up taking a hiatus.
1: Oh uh, yeah, like really like last, like, 2021, I ain't really drop shit because I feel like, I, like, and oversaturated with the shit that I was doing, like, with my own shit, like. Oh, were
3: me? people, like, copying your designs?
1: I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> like, they was, and I only knew because, like, I don't look for that shit. Like, I get, like, 10 DMs a day of people sending other people's shit. Like, damn, they biting or Like, the mm-hmm. whole you dig so... I'm like I ain't mad because it's like that's what I do it for like I I, I, I made a wave like I made a blueprint like mm-hmm. so you can't get mad when people gonna follow a blueprint to a motherfucker that's successful right but it's just like keep that shit fun like do it in your own way but you know what I'm saying that's really why I took a hiatus because it's like I don't want to get mixed in with everybody that's looking like me you feel me they you feel me right yeah. at the end of the day I was just plotting to like come up with some new shit and like you feel me i got that new shit like you feel me i'm having like shoes and shit now and shit like that so yeah i don't think nothing i'm doing like shoes and shit like that but they will though but you know did it first though
3: right i would say like you know i see a lot of black designers getting their uh just like their brands and like the way they design their clothes
0: yes sir yes sir it's your boy spitty here from dgb aka dirty glove bastards off the porch podcast now,
1: if you're a fan of artists' interviews, then make sure to check out and subscribe to Off The Porch, a show that interviews everybody from the dopest up-and-coming artists,
0: your favorite OGs and legends, street comedians, directors,
1: and other influential people from the culture. And it's brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. Ripped off
3: from like higher, upper companies. So what's your opinion on that?
1: That shit be happening. Like that shit bogus. Like that shit ain't right. Like at least fuck with them do in some type of way. Like you ain't got to give them a job, though, but like like Paris do Day. a collab or like let them in on y'all next shit or something. Like you feel me? Like because y'all looking at that shit for sure. Right. You now
3: me? you mentioned you got the new stuff out. So talk to us about all of the new things that you got going on.
1: Oh yeah, I'm having like shoes that's finna drop having more events, like more collabs, more pop-ups, you know what I'm saying, more pieces are like, it's, it's coming different. I'm not finna be doing the ordinary, like, you know what I'm saying. I took time out for a reason, y'all <laughs> finna see the reason why I took a little time out. So, yeah.
3: Now, who are some other people that you would like to see in your clothing?
1: Um, other people? Uh, like right, LeBron James, you feel me? Like athlete, like he like you know what I'm saying, and he be I see him like he be fucking with like black, you know what I'm saying, he mm-hmm. pro black like that, like I fuck with that. He ain't he ain't scared to speak on like you know what I'm saying topics and shit like that. But yeah, like you know, like LeBron, people like that, like yeah, like athletes and shit like that.
3: Now, what has been your inspiration for the new stuff that you're about to drop?
1: Um, my inspiration be like see I right, look like I like to create content on my clothes that people could relate to mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so it's like everybody probably ain't fin be relating to like being rich or being poor like they probably can't relate to that but people always can relate to like emotion or like a way they felt you know what I'm saying so that'd be my like inspiration like a lot of the times I be want to tap like tap into that you know what I'm saying? Cause people be relating to that and, you know, fashion is like an expression of how you feeling anyway. So that's really what I be trying to tap in, like tap into when I be, you know what I'm saying? Creating, coming up with my ideas and shit like that. So a lot of like, you know what I'm saying? Emotion, like like, rich type shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like getting rich, and motivation type shit like that.
3: So this new line you're about to drop, it's, it's off of, the inspiration is off of motivation.
1: Yeah, emotion. Motivation, yeah. Like, you know, shit mm-hmm. you go through. All right, so like shit you go through, like filming relationship shit, whether they be good or bad. And like, just how you feeling, like you feel like you need to run that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that, like.
3: Okay, so I'ma ask, I might be in your business a little bit, but if you are heartbroken, what would you, how would you picture the design for that?
1: Um, like I love Never or some shit like that. Yeah, so, like, some shit like that. I did that shit with photo, but, yeah, like, shit like that.
3: Now, before we wrap up, what advice would you give to a young designer who is on the verge of quitting?
1: Um, Yeah, like, you just gotta focus, you can't focus on, like, I tell them, like, you can't focus on who don't fuck with your shit. You gotta focus on who fuck with your shit. And, like, keep catering to, you know what I'm saying, what they fuck with. And pay attention to what they fuck with and what they don't fuck with, you know what I'm saying. And just, you know what I'm saying, just keep going in that route to whatever direction that they fucking with. Just keep doing that shit. Keep staying consistent. And, like, you know what I'm saying, stay motivated. I would say, like, about, like, balancing outside influence when you working and shit. Mm -hmm. like that.
3: How do you do that?
1: How do I balance that shit? I just, shit i be seeing patterns and shit. I just try to like, if I'm, if I feel myself getting inconsistent, I'd be like, nah, like fuck outside. Like I'm finna lock in. Like, you know what I'm saying? If it's too much going out and not enough coming in, you feel me? That's when you like- Have you ever I,
2: like
3: partied way too much?
1: <laughs> Have yeah, you ever
3: partied too much? That's good? what I'm
1: saying on my hiatus. like. Like I was low key. I'm like, man, I'm finna let this shit die down. But I wasn't just in the crib letting that shit die down. <laughs> I'm outside, like one fucker outside, like, like outside way too much. So it's just like, I bet, like. Hey,
3: but when did you feel like you was getting too much outside?
1: When like shit started feeling the same. Like, damn, this shit felt like the exact same last time when I did come to this you feel me club or whatever. Like. This shit feel too much the same. So it's like, you be needing to like, you feel me? Just, like, get that shit a break, a little, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I feel that. Hell, yeah. You don't be, you be outside. You can't get, you can't burn out. That's one thing. That it. is the
3: quickest way to burn out, too. Like, popping out. Especially outside.
1: in A. What?
3: <laughs> okay, can we talk about it? Like, for real. You going <laughs> out, when I first moved out here, I was out. <laughs> like, yeah, like
1: you can't burn out, like hell no, because it's cool. Like I, I like the feeling of people like being not surprised, but just like you feel me, like when mm-hmm. you, when your presence like make a motherfucker feel something. I like that better than like oh, <laughs> you know what I said? Yeah. Like, like when you expect it or something like that. Uh huh. So yeah.
3: I completely feel that. so. Period. For sure. (laughs) And before we officially wrap up, do you have any last words or shout outs?
1: Um, Shout out to everybody who support. Shout out to everybody on my team. Shout out Max. He got his brand too, Max Hey.
3: Yeah,
1: so shout out to, you know what I'm saying, everybody that help out, you know what I'm saying, everybody that support, everybody that like a picture, comment, share, buy, you know what I'm saying, tell a friend, like, all it, like shout out
0: to y'all. Permanently
1: scarred if you can't tell girl, i been I find a way
0: to keep getting paid. See my daughter smile. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say,
1: This is ludicrous.
0: But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper ludicrous Having trouble, don't panic, don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim, holla at state farm.